Hey, this is Kyle from the Longbox Cast. I'm sure you've heard my co-host Steve talk about Revenge Lover designs a million times. But now I'm going to mention it for the one millionth and one time, so stick with me here. If you need a really kick-ass logo, but you don't want to ask your neighbor's kid because you know he's going to do it on PowerPoint or Microsoft Word, then go to revengelover.com and tell her Kyle from the Longbox Cast sent you. I guarantee you she'll use Photoshop or Illustrator, one of the professional design programs that graphic designers are supposed to be doing. Seriously, who the hell uses PowerPoint? Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am, of course, am Steve-O. Sorry, the thing just decided just to cut out on my earpiece. I'm like, what just happened? Or are you not hearing anything? I can hear you in my left ear. I'm Anna, by the way. Oh, that's sort of better. There we go. I I think it's just going to be weird. Hold on. Uh, Okay, it's just going to be a little fizzity. There we go. Uh, there we go. All right. nope. well, yeah. well, it's working. It's not working. I mean, everyone can hear us. So yeah, technical difficulties. I was trying to do a a good intro. Hello, hello. There we there go. There we go. All right. Anyways, I'm Steve, of course, and of course, my lovely co-host. I'm Anna. Uh, that we just said, and yeah, you know, I would say I would edit this, but I'm not going to edit it. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> now let them hear the mess up and know that we're human. Uh, I think they already know that we're human. But, of course, uh, you can find us on 4iRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, Podcast Directory, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And, of course, we're brought to you by Revenge Lover, illustrates and designs that fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, please visit Revenge lover.com and of course i heard now if you uh mention that you heard us on the 4i radio network or any one of our many shows raven i believe will give you i i want to say 10 percent off or 15 percent off i should probably find the thing for that but you get a 10 percent off of your uh first um uh art design thing you do with her so um that's a Ooh. great thing to look at and of course you can find us on uh the if you go to the sasquatch.net or her majesty secret pod or any of our other websites when you see the amazon banner you click on amazon.com and you shop like you normally do and we get a little taste um if you do so go ahead and purchase some of those horror movies that go on sale or maybe some pop finals or whatever you're looking at just to uh Give us a um, new thing. And, of course, we are on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash notanotherbhorrorcast. Um, we did get a new like this week. I'll give a shout-out to the guy named David. Uh, we actually uh, went to high school together, so he went ahead and liked the page. So um, all the good stuff. Plus, I also got to give a shout-out because um, I will – crap, i got to grab my phone. Well, I'll do that when I get to uh, – 
the actual movie to read off the tweet. But I want to give a shout out to a follower we have is the horror nerd at uh, Polka Dottie. Uh, that's P-O-L-K-A-D-O-T-T-Y-6-6. Uh, she commented on the movie we actually watched uh, this week. So um, she actually had her little words to say about it, and of course we will too. Um, but uh, I, well, we'll get into the thing, but I did tell you what we did watch. We decided to watch the 2014 movie Annabelle. And, uh, yeah, so we will have a review for you, that one. Uh, of course, we also have next week's uh, review, because I did sp- uh, go through the HBO Go app and found out there was a couple of horror movies on there that we uh, didn't get a chance to see. One that we were originally going to see but ended up watching the movie Cooties, uh, which I think was a better choice. Um, I have a feeling we're going to be doing two bad uh, horror movie reviews in a row but the next week's movie if you want to go ahead and check that out is the gallows uh came out in 2015 oh um, that's right i almost forgot about that one. yeah i just saw it so i mentioned to put it in the notes and stuff like that um of course also we might try something else um i'm not sure if anybody's gonna really like say yay or nay to it or whatnot but uh we did a podcast a while back probably actually maybe two podcasts back where we really didn't talk about any movies we just kind of dove into movie news and stuff like that. so we're wondering if we want to change the movie reviews to bi-weekly meaning so every other so you'll get two movie reviews a month um hopefully with doing that we might be able to review newer movies that come out because actually we have a gaggle of new horror movies coming out towards pretty much the summer and upcoming and everything that there's actually one that i put the trailer in that we will talk about um as well um and of course other ones that are coming out but uh, we'll see how that goes if you want that tweet i would say tweet bat uh hashtag uh, bi-weekly uh, reviews, if not, uh, or if any of you even care or whatnot, if not, we'll just keep doing uh, movie reviews at the end of the show as we usually do. But before we dive into the meat and potatoes of this podcast, I know that was a really long-winded intro with, I know everybody's all like, just get to your fucking show. I actually wouldn't know because no one ever tells us yay or nay or whatnot on the show. But before we get into that, let's do a catch-up of this week. Anna... Say hi to everybody, and because uh, I'm pretty sure everyone's done listening to my <laughs> voice. Uh, but Anna, how has your week been so far? It's been okay, I suppose. Monday was, wait, was it Monday or Tuesday? No, Tuesday. Son of a bitch, it was stressful as hell. But, and also we just got like a bunch of like, I just got like a shit ton of like BS emails at work, and then like all this like stressed out like, and then people kept emailing me from other departments saying, "You need to do this. Can you do this for me? Can you do that?" And then like following up with me like every single day. I'm like, okay, "Can't you just wait like four days before I give you an answer? Like, be patient." So, but other than that, yeah, it was good. Um, nothing really that exciting. Oh, Easter. I got to see my uh, little nephew look for Easter eggs, which is actually hilarious because he's not even one yet. And so he's literally just like kind of like holding on to my sister's hand and like walking around in the grass. And it was really cute. They're like, I think there's an egg over here. And you just be like, da, 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 and just wander off. And yeah, wait till he gets to like, I'm going to say five, maybe when they start really hunting for Easter eggs, when they're like gun ho about it, like they like kids become evil. Yeah. And they're just like, Oh mine, you know? Um, well, it's kind of funny. Cause we actually, that's had... why I got rid of my five year old. Oh yeah. I don't blame you. Oh, I, it was either that. It was like, do you want to live forever? Yes. Give me the blood of a five year old. Hey, John, I don't really like you. So. <laughs> well, it was actually kind of funny. Cause we had, uh, his two other cousins, um, my brother-in-law's, 
nephew, niece and nephew over as well for the egg hunt. And they kept going, this egg is Isaac's. And we kept going, okay, leave it there so he can go, quote unquote, find, find it. it. So, <laughs> but it was pretty cute. What about you? How was your week? Uh, it was okay. Um, going to talk about the... Uh, was it? Yeah, it's just you know, it's just a normal week. I mean, this is the first week I've been back. That's an actual full like week of work because I've like taken I took days off for St. Patty's Day and then we had a three day weekend for Easter and stuff like that. So this is like a grueling week, but it's uh, honestly not too like I mean, work is work, but it's not too bad. But it, I just feel sorry for the people who have taken like like they got a four day weekend stuff and they really didn't get like a full week yet of work so next week i have a feeling those people at work are just gonna be like i hate my life kind of thing but at work this week we're doing spirit week which i don't okay so i don't know about other companies and stuff like that out there but this is just just weird to me it feels like you're trying (laughs) to do this high school stuff i mean technically yes everybody at work is pretty much a fucking high schooler in general um, because everyone, that's how everyone acts, clicks, and all this stupid stuff, and I really thought, like, the shit would change when you get into the real world, but it doesn't, but, yeah, we're doing Spirit Week, and for one odd reason, I'm actually participating, uh, the one week was Twins Day, uh, the first day I did not participate because I totally spaced on it, and of course I didn't really have anything biker. I mean, the only thing I could have worn that I thought about was I had a like a like one of those metal studded bands I could have put yeah, on, like I guess. Bike bracelet but or whatever. Just wearing that, I don't think they would be like, oh, okay, you're good. So tomorrow is superhero day. So I do have an idea for that. Oh, well, it's superhero slash supervillain. Well, day. technically it's hero slash villain day. So to me, I'm like a hero. Technically, could be a police officer. Could be a paramedic. Could be a. Um, just get a picture with your dad on it. I like, was actually very. The villain. I was actually very tempted just to go to. Of course, it'd be out of season stuff, but go to a store and try to find like a fake machete and even a hockey mask and be like, Jason's my hero. So. Um, <laughs> That would be awesome. You know, Jason Voorhees. So. Well, I was thinking about it. Like, really, the only hero shirt that I have is my Batman shirt. So I either was going to wear Cthulhu, which I ended up wearing today. Because I seem to I seem to be really good at wearing Cthulhu every you time. You always wear it, which is weird. Because I, I have my Shaun of the Dead shirt that I never seem to wear. I've worn it, like, once when we do a podcast. But uh, today, I actually wore Batman. Which is funny, because somebody at work saw me with my... I had a camo a jacket and a hat and they were all like oh and batman i'm like well technically batman is the ultimate soldier so that's true which actually i was very curious now if i actually wore if i wore a captain america shirt because technically he was in the war that that's also true yeah see this is what i'm curious about well, he was, yeah he was part of the army so mm-hmm. yeah technically he's military so that would have counted um but, but yeah so i I don't know why. I just realized that like every time we do a podcast, I wear Cthulhu, Cthulhu. so I'm gonna have to make sure. Which that is that funny because I, I I found that gaggle of Cthulhu shirts. <laughs> yes. that I sent over to you. So yeah, they were pretty awesome. They made me excited. So basically, if you want to win Anna's heart, anything with Cthulhu or Sam from Trick or Treat or yeah. um. Or uh, Deadpool, even though that's not really horror-related. I'm trying to go with horror-related stuff. Yeah, horror-related, just stick with Dead... Pinhead, anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 
I feel like Pinhead is sort of hasn't really gotten his due because he's a he would be really he, creepy as a villain. Well, but he's gonna he really get a chance. He's to gonna come back in a big crap. bag way because they're doing that whole like remake yeah. and everything. Like I that. hope and, so. And they're doing a remake of I just saw the news today. I didn't put I didn't put the story in the notes because or whatnot. But apparently, uh, Friday the Thirteenth is gonna get a new movie, but it's not gonna take place in present time. I think they're going to do it back like maybe in the 70s or yeah. something like that. So that would be kind of a cool, interesting take. I, but again, I don't know. I didn't read the story. So yeah. uh, no one really um, jump on my dick for that. But um, yeah, so I think I'll probably for tomorrow, I'll probably just wear my um, Cobra Commander shirt because he's villain. Or no, he villains, is a villain. Yeah. So, they, yeah. Well, yep. is it Cobra Commander or is it Cobra Commander? Is it one of those smash-up shirts? Because I think it also has to deal with the, well, technically Karate Kid. The, it's, yeah, it's the mash-up shirt that says Sweep the leg, you fools, and it's got like the Cobra Commander symbol on it. Symbol on it, but I mean that still kind of works because technically, sweep the leg. Those guys were, you know, bad news bears. Um, that's, that's right. True. I just threw in like two different <laughs> movies from the past, and everyone's so like, "When are you going to talk about horror?" Um, I just realized what I need in my wheelhouse, and mm-hmm. I just saw these. I need the pop vinyl of Ash from the <gasps> Evil Dead. They have a pop vinyl. Yes. What? Yes, you need chainsaw that. and all. And I need uh, I need an Evil Dead fucking shirt. I just realized. Um, yeah, or Army of Darkness or something. Yeah, something. Because I, why I bring that up is because one of the actually horror movie slash TV news we have is uh, there's a first image that's been leaked already, or not really leaked. Probably they gave out of uh, of course the first look at season two of Ash versus the Evil Dead, which uh, I can't wait for. Um, the first season to come out so I can actually buy it. Um, I only saw the first episode and absolutely loved it. Um, this is actually comes from a different website. I actually found a new website where I actually started following on Facebook called uh, Dead Central. Um, and they have their own uh, they have their own box this month in April. And I'm kind of I kind of want to get it because it's called Unlikely Heroes Box of the Dead, and it's supposed to be uh, Ash from. The yeah. Evil Dead, and then Shaun of the Dead stuff. Woo! So I'm very kind of tempted just to be like, should I get it? Should I not get it? Um, so I'm I'm very curious because I haven't even heard of this. So I don't know if it's just because from them, uh, Dead Central, or if it's a brand new kind of thing. Okay, kids, uh, this is what I'm going to say. You guys just need to start giving me like money, and I don't want to beg, and I don't want to plead, but I've been addicted to these box subscriptions and stuff like that, and I really want to get like a horror block, and I really want to get a lot of these different like other ones out there just so I can talk about them and all this kind of stuff. But So, hashtag uh, Steve gets a box, and donate a dollar. Actually, donate five dollars, so then Steve, hashtag Steve can get a box. Okay, but anyway, so the first <laughs> season, okay, the second season of Star's original series, Ash vs. the Seal, there will be a 10 half hour episode that uh, Cass is led by Bruce Campbell, Evil Dead Bruce uh, Burn Notice. 10 half hour or one and a half hour? This says will be 10 half hour episodes. So I'm guessing they're going to have a season of 10 or a season of 10 episodes and all a half hour long now. Okay. So I don't know if they were originally a half hour, because, I mean, when we watched the first episode, I mean, the first pilot was a 40-something kind of minutes. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be closer to an hour. Yeah, this says uh, 10 half-hour episodes. So, yeah, it's going to be 10 episodes each a half hour long. Which I'm kind of... I'm, I don't know if that's the rest of the season went in the first season, because, again, we only saw the first episode, but it's great. It has Ash basically in a... Hawaiian shirt, shorts, and just cutting a keg of beer with his chainsaw, and he looks very happy doing it. Uh, when you have a chainsaw hand, this is how you tap a keg. Exclusive producer Craig uh, 
uh, DeGregos, uh, said, uh, said of the new photos, adding that Ash is unfortunate but won't be to relax too long. The party is cut short when he must return home to continue the fight against evil. So, again, I don't know what happened in season one. I Honestly, once it comes out, I'm probably just going to buy it, binge watch the fuck out of it, and everything that. But I will say, though, for... Uh Ash vs. the Evil Dead, like, the way that they introduce, um, like, the Evil Dead back into the universe is literally Bruce Campbell is smoking weed with some hot chick, and they start reading out of the book of the well, what I and love that's is, how everything starts up again, and he's like, oh, shit. Well, what I love about it is not even that. He's trying to impress this chick, and she's, like, dropping poetry on him. He's like, oh, you want to see some fucked up poetry? I got some fucked up poetry. And literally pulls out the book of the dead, and then he's all like, yeah, look at this shit. Like, like that's his, like, <laughs> go-to to impress a girl, which I just thought is not only... Not only genius, and everyone could look at it going like, oh, that's such a stupid plot thing, but it's like, if you know the Evil Dead and everything that, you're just looking at it going like, this is completely Ash's character. Like, he would do pretty much almost anything just to impress a female, and he's like, fuck it, yeah, I got some fucked up shit, here we go, you know, so I absolutely, like, honestly, my my greatest... My biggest achievement with this podcast, I don't care if we get a lot of listens, likes, you know, and stuff like that. It would be nice to, and I would love to do, like, half of the uh, contests that we want to do and stuff like that. But if I could literally have fucking Bruce Campbell on the show and just talk with him. And we don't even have to talk about, I don't even talk about, like, his, I don't even have to talk about the movies that he's been in and stuff like that. I just want to have a conversation with this guy. Just be like, fuck, dude, like, you've been in so much shit. Like, you've done so much, like, in general, and you're just, like, so, like, he seems like a guy that you would hire for a movie, whether the movie sucked or not, but he'd be just so easygoing and and just so happy to, like, have fun and do shit, you know, kind of thing. So, um, yeah, he would be, again, like, everyone always says this, like... He, well, he just literally seems like a guy that you could just chill out I and, li- like, drink a couple beers, maybe oh. a couple joints with it, and you'd just be, like, so much fun to talk. I think that, like, he would be one of the, like, actually, I think he might be the only person that I would actually get starstruck with. Well, maybe him and Paul McCartney, but that's a different But, uh, like I said, everyone always talks about, like, these people's like, oh, if you could have dinner with any celebrity or stuff like that, like, literally two people I would definitely sit down and just have dinner with is one would just be Bill Murray. Yeah, and Bill fucking, fucking Murray. Bill fucking Murray and fucking Bruce Campbell. He just is just a fun, fun-loving guy. Um, yeah, so, especially because I guess uh, your friend who drew the oh My God. Little Pony or My Little Army of Darkness uh, with Bruce Campbell as like a, the My Little Pony horse and my, like what was it that Bruce Campbell said? Oh, uh, Bruce like, Campbell saw because basically what happened is he signed it and they were uh, handing it. I believe it was uh, 2013. No, it was 2014. No, yeah, 14 Comic Con, 2014 Comic Con. Um, that he uh. He showed up, and they basically were auctioning it off for charity. All the money would go to that. But he said, he's like, I love this picture and everything. That the only problem I have with it is, like, you needed to make the chin bigger <laughs> on the pony. Which is funny, because I actually got to get Benjamin on this show, because he's a huge horror fan. Of course, you can buy one of his t-shirts, I believe, is at Spencer's, which is all the horror icons playing poker, like the dogs are playing poker. Uh, him and another artist collaborated on that, and you can actually get it at Spencer's. I'm not sure where else you can get it, but apparently they cannot keep this shirt in stock, which I should probably go to Spencer's and actually grab one. Was it Spencer's or was it Hot Topic? No, it was Spencer's. Oh, okay. Um, but I love the picture because I can't remember who it is, but Ghostface? Yeah, Ghostface, Ghostface is just on the floor dead. <laughs> it's just the 
funniest thing ever. But actually, I would love to bring him on and maybe talk with him. I mean, if we get to a certain amount of likes and stuff, Benjamin does some phenomenal artwork. In fact, you would probably want the piece that he has that he did of Sam. <gasps> yes. Uh, that's why I really get, you know what, it's like I know him and I haven't even reached out yet. Just be like, hey, uh, so uh, you know what, after this podcast, I'm just going to fucking send him a message going like, hey, um, you ever want to be on the horror podcast? Um but actually, I would love to get some of his prints um, just to be like, hey, you want to give these out, like his prizes or his little things and stuff like that. I think that'd be such a – I just like his artwork because it's very kind of cool and unique yeah. and everything he did. But I do have that My Little Pony actually hanging up in my bedroom slash office, as I call it. Uh, but, yeah, it's just such a cool uh, thing, which is funny because I actually started drawing uh, again a little bit, sketching at work, going like, okay, I need to redesign the hor- – not another be Horrorcast uh, logo. I have a great idea for it. I just need to sit down and start uh, drew, sketching it, it out yeah. and stuff like that. So it should be pretty interesting. Of course, if it comes out really well and I like it, it might be one of these things that I want to make into a um, T-shirt at some point. But That would be cool. But uh, other TV news that's coming out uh, is, uh, of course, finally we got a new update on – this comes from iHorror. Excuse me. Uh, this is uh, – yeah, I'm drinking already. I'm going to have my second beer, people. This fucking – Fucking hus. This this local brewery out here is just fucking amazing. And uh, I'm drinking this coffee Kolsch, and it's literally tastes like coffee. Does not taste like beer. Well, actually, before you jumped into that, did you want to do Eerie News of the Week? Mm-mm. Or no? Okay, we're saving that for later. Yeah, I was going to do that after the thing, because okay. get into the uh, podcast. Because there's only a few stories, and those will go pretty quick. Okay. Um, but there's, some of them are just funny. So that's why I mixed it up and went with the. Uh, the movie TV news, but uh, yeah, because we switched those. Gotcha, I know. Gotcha. Again, no one's complaining until I get until I fucking get a DM, a direct message saying like you need to fucking organize your fucking B horror cast podcast. <laughs> then I'll fucking start listening. But right now, I'm just doing what I want to do. <laughs> um, but anyway, so latest tales from the crypt revival, uh, keeping the classic format. I know what you're thinking. What does that mean? Because rumor had a couple of probably few months ago when we first talked about this, I was a little pissed off that they were like, we are not going to do the uh, Crypt Keeper. Guess what? The Crypt Keeper is fucking coming back. Um, honestly, that was the whole point of the... Don't get me wrong. He's a little bit annoying, but what I liked about the television show, you got him in small doses. When it came to the movie, people were making jokes going like, oh, you can show up to the movie like 20 minutes late because you wouldn't have to deal with the Crip Keeper rattling on about kind of crap. I actually would like uh, to see what kind of new, what kind of a new puppet they're going to make. I want to know if the original voice actor is going to come back. Um, I think they should just use Roger from American Dad as a Crip Keeper. <laughs> I want a dad. baby. Um, <laughs> or should they just, uh, or they could hire me and I'd be like, welcome to the Tales of the Crypt. Okay, so I know this is not horror related, but. I just that conversation that we had last night about how I personally think that it would be a, and you and I both think that it would be a lot creepier if they redid redubbed the Dark Knight with the Joker only they used um uh, Edwin Edwin's voice as the Joker because some of those lines would be really fucking creepy. You ever wonder how I got these scars? My father was oh, a drinker. <laughs> and he came home drunker than usual. Yeah, that is kind of creepy. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited about this. Uh, Tales of the Crypt was just one of those to- tongue-in-cheek kind of uh, shows. I mean, this, the little mini stories they had, and some of the celebrities they got. I remember actually one I was watching was um, 
uh, was actually one of the, the shows I watched was actually had Danny DeVito in it, and he played like this guy who was actually uh, kind of swindling two twin sisters. Um, like his car broke down, he goes in, he was chit chatting with them. Hey, and who is this? Danny DeVito. Oh shit. Was in an episode. I'm, uh, the name escapes me. I'm pretty sure someone, if they listen to this, will be like, "Oh, is this episode? I know what you're talking about." It was actually kind of a cool episode because he basically he's uh, he basically wanted to get with these twins, but they're like, "Well, we only kind of date twins," kind of thing. He's like, "Oh, that's so weird. I have a twin myself." Yeah, like he kind of lied, you know, kind of thing. And then he would show up periodically, like they would never be like he would be like, "Oh, my brother got stuck somewhere or something." So he basically put on this persona playing two people, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny that he was playing twins and then he was in a movie called with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that movie Triplets when it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito, and Sylvester Stallone. No, 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 no. They actually went uh, 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 Eddie Murphy. The yeah, hell? no idea. Uh, h- how? <clears throat> now that could be a horror movie in itself, but right. Back to the task at hand. So it was actually pretty interesting. And then finally what ended up happening, he got a tan and a little piece of like something like landed on his chest. So mm-hmm. it was um, like it left a like mark there. Like he didn't get tanned or whatnot. Save this little spot or whatnot. So then when he came back as his twin, uh, the girls found out. And then it was just a weird episode how it ended because then all of a sudden it just had him kind of like, oh, now I know what they did. Never mind. What? Because they had two of them. Like they did a split screen of like the girl sitting in the room with one of them, and the other girl sitting in the room with the other half of them. And I just realized that they probably cut them in half because how it was uh... filmed because it was one side and the other side or whatnot. So I was like, wow, wow, that took me longer than I'd like to admit. <laughs> but I just figured it out. But then again, when I watched it, I think I was like in the fifth grade when I watched Tales from the Crypt. Because so they actually didn't register that they cut them in half. No, I did not register until now. And now I'm having this epiphany of like, oh, shit. Uh, Tales of the Crypt, actually, uh, I know it's an eight. Ooh, no, they probably don't have that old HBO shows on HBO Go. If they did, I'd probably start watching it again. Um, I, this is something you really need to throw on Netflix. But um, yeah, I'm well, excited. I know they have the movie Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, which again, um, skip 20 minutes in. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. I, I but then again, I'm a I'm a fan for old school puppetry and kind of old school horror makeup and stuff like that. So um, I remember them even making Tales of the Crypt like cartoon show, which was like what? But. Huh. Um, but yeah, so keeping the classic format, I'm excited. I know Midnight Shyamalama Ding Dong is a patch to the project. Uh, maybe yeah. if he's just producing and they were like, he's like, here's my money. And they're like, do you want me to? No, 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 we're good. We're good. We're good. Well, we got, we, we, we don't, we don't even need a cameo. <laughs> just stay out of it. We got this. Um, <laughs> what a twist. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm super excited for that. Uh, this is actually interesting. I've, I'm going to feel really bad because everyone's all like you and your horror knowledge. Like I know horror movies, but I don't know all horror movies. I would love to actually get somebody on the show that knows a shit ton of horror movies and stuff like that, but they're, uh, Sorry. Not, well, <laughs> yeah, that was you. You want to do a horror movie podcast? I'm like, yeah, cool. Thinking she's got to have stuff. It's like, ah, nah, no, no, I, um, I don't know shit. That's um, another uh, jumping the shark again on the show. Um, I just realized uh, talking about pop vinyls because I'm addicted to that, uh, as people can see in uh, long box casts and other podcasts that I talk about and shit like that. Uh, I just found out. So not only do they have an Ash pop vinyl, they also have a Nost- Nostradamus. Yeah, no Nostr. Nosferatu. Yeah, Nosferatu. Oh, I was just going to ask, do they have... That is awesome. Do they have Shot of the Dead pop vinyl? 
I don't know, and if they don't, they're probably going to make that. Cause they better, because I, that would be fucking awesome. This is the weird thing. Uh, so, not intentionally, and not trying to brag or like be like, oh my god, we have the pulse, but for some sort of reason, every time we do something, every time we watch a movie or um, something comes up, like the news pops up about this thing we were talking about. Um, Excuse me. So like yeah, such we seem as to be we, really good with like so we watch Gremlins and then all of a sudden they were talking about the Gremlins third, two no Gremlins three oh, they're thinking right, about yeah. making and we're like holy crap and then I think the same thing happened with uh, Zombieland Zombieland that came out so we seem to have like a pulse on this weird like or that happened with another movie I know I was trying to remember too. but and remember. then also with pop finals too Cloverfield like, yeah Cloverfield yeah because. We and then we were like, oh shit, they're coming out with ten Cloverfield Lane. So then we had to watch that and talk about it. Yeah, so um, it's just really weird. But this one I'm going to talk about. So this is a 3D remake of an Italian horror film called Demons. Um, I've never heard of the original, so if you guys want to burn me at the stake, I say bring it because you have no idea where the fuck I live. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll tell them. But, Hashtag um, and a movie date. But yeah, so uh, yeah, it looks like they're going to do a 3D version of demon so uh we have uh we have been speaking with the new demon movie for a short time now uh Diero lamberto because he's an italian director and myself may be a third 3d version of demons a remake that will feature the old crew said that the makeup effects artists uh and will we all wish the italian horror film could return again but we we but we know how unlikely that is. So they might actually just be taking the old film and just making it in 3D. I think that... In Demons, uh, a group of people are trapped in a large movie theater in West Berlin that is infected by a ravenous demon yeah. that possesses to kill and possess them one by one. Ooh. I don't know if it's a... Re- Came out yeah, in 1985. Yeah, it's not a sequel. It looks like they're doing a like a remake. Like a remake? Okay, yeah. so they are doing a remake. Okay, yeah. So this came out in 1985. Uh, again, why I haven't seen it, I don't know. But um, I'll definitely try to check that out before the remake gets made. Um, we also have a list of... Well, actually, I was going to talk about this. You have not seen the trailer. No. Um, so there's a new movie... A trailer that came out, and after it came out, like I watched it, and then all the news—not oh, news stories, but all the um, horror fees and people talking about it saying like you should not watch this movie at night or this trailer at night, and you should not watch it alone. I did both of those things, <laughs> uh, and I'm starting to believe that I am not scared of anything. No commitment, but um, when it comes to horror shit, apparently nothing fucking scares me. In fact, we actually have a coworker at work that always tries to scare me. She will come up behind me and go ah. And grab my chair and try to shake it, and I don't react. Um, well, that's a little different. Like I can, there's a difference between being startled and actually being scared. Apparently, you can't be startled and you can't be scared. So fuck you, you suck. Um, but I actually, uh, did you want to play the? Uh, we could play the trailer. Um, well, I mean, we don't have to. Which I was just gonna say, if you do play it, I'm actually gonna come over and wa- look over your shoulder while you're playing. Okay, it. yeah, if you want to. So this is actually by um. So, but it got a horror expert, James Wan. So James Wan, I don't know if anybody knows who the director, but he's actually directed pretty much. Really, he's been the pretty much the uh, person. He's pretty much been the freight or the train behind The Conjuring. He's directed the first one and directing the second one. He oh. also did one of the Saw movies, 
and he's oh. also done a couple of other uh, films as well. So he's uh, let's yeah, see, what I'm is terrible it? With yeah, he's producing this one, and as an uh, uh, as expected, there are some serious insidious. Oh yeah, he also did insidious. Oh And yeah. uh, the Conjuring vibe uh, to this trailer. So yeah, if you guys, this comes out July twenty second. So it's funny because I was going to make that entire month uh, Ghostbuster month because that's when the second one come the, the reboot comes out, and I was going to watch the first ones. We're going to talk about that, but I think I might leave the last episode open for this movie because i do want to see it it is fucking crazy uh, but yeah if you if you want me to come over and yeah i'll hop over there really quick while you play and play it, this so. well let me i'm gonna hit this first and see if it's actually gonna just play or if it's, okay so it's actually gonna play so okay all right so if you want to come over we're gonna play this for a bit it's a two minute and 23 trailer i did post this on the facebook page so go ahead and definitely check that out um i'm gonna put the warning in like you might want to watch this during the daytime and you might want to have other people fucking around you and you might want to have your headphones on when you watch this because we have long headphones for that because uh, there's not going to be any sound when you listen to it. Um, I would like to get her reaction, and most likely she'll be like, we are seeing this during the day uh, when we go see movies. Because most of the horror movies we see is usually during night. But yeah, this is... Uh, I was intrigued with this. Uh, so right now we are going to watch the trailer for Lights Out. turn off the lights. There's this woman waiting in the shadows. I see her too. Each one of us is being haunted thing. Mom? Hey, Martin, what's up? Did we wake you? What? A long time ago, I had a friend named Diana. And something really bad happened to her. Everyone is afraid of the dark. And that's what she feeds on. Show yourself. Becca? Are we gonna die? No. We need to find more light. What I really enjoyed about this trailer, I'm going to watch it with everybody. Anna's reactions were great. <laughs> well, just because, well, yeah, I mean, I'm not a, well, I, I have no problem with the dark. It's just, I don't like whenever it feels like there's somebody behind me because I've had that feeling before and there wasn't and now that's just going to make me even more fucking paranoid um, and 
Also, I mean, this is from the director of Insidious, and The Conjuring was good. Don't get me wrong. Insidious was fucking incredible. And if he's directing this movie, no, he's he's not directing the movie. He's just producing it. Oh Uh, well, he he, so so anything he's attached to. What I'm saying is, usually directors don't produce stuff unless there's something like, whoa, yeah, this is fucking gonna be good. So I'm excited for it. This is gonna be a fun horror film during July 22nd. Uh, during my probably my birthday weekend almost. So um, yeah, so it's funny. I'm gonna see like Ghostbusters and be like, yay, and then go see this, and everyone's gonna be like, ah. So um, but make that same face. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. It's a like I said, it's a new original idea. It kind of what I like about it. it, People could probably say it almost reminds them of I think it's what's the movie called? It's the one with uh, the fucking tooth fairy shit. Uh, like dark. Dark Souls. I don't know. No, no, that's a game. (laughs) That's a fucking pissed off game. Um. No, I forget. I'm going to have to look for it. But it's basically the, like they can't turn off the light or this woman comes and then they find out the woman is like the tooth fairy. It's a fucking weird like movie. The hell? Yeah, I remember watching it on Netflix going like, what the fuck? And then they like run into like a lighthouse or something. I don't know. It's um, we'll The probably Ring? Up, I don't know. No, it's not The Ring. <laughs> it, it actually came after The Ring and I think it was trying to feed off of like The Ring's like creepiness and stuff like that. The which, Grudge? No, not The Grudge. The Grudge is actually, <laughs> that was a remake. But, yeah, no, it's I like, saw The Grudge and it was like, I just, the part whenever she's crawling down the stairs literally made me laugh because you can tell it's animatronic and it just cracked me up. Um, Hold on. Uh, but while you're looking for that son of a bitch. Ah, Darkness Falls. I've never seen that. Uh, Actually, I have seen a lot of horror movies, but they're all like the newer ones, like the really bad ones. Well, this is new-ish. I think it came out circa 2005, something like that. I think I started watching horror movies around like 2005-ish because I used to watch them with my friend Arlington, Mm. and we would watch like the really disturbing ones, and actually we... um, I remember one that we saw was called Last House on the Left. Yes. If you people have not seen it, don't watch it with your boyfriends because there's a really awkward rape scene. And we watched it in the theater and there were these douchebag teenager boys behind us that were laughing about it. And it was very disturbing. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But it's... I yeah. will say that the cha- like the chase scenes and like the ending was actually pretty good for that movie. So well, the original is done by I believe Wes Craven. So um, uh, that doesn't surprise me. So yeah, but um, yeah. Without further ado, we're gonna jump into our eerie news of the week. Uh, the reason why I saved these for last because there's a couple of good. There's one that's a weird, interesting story, but the other two I think are just funny. So I just figured let's uh, have some humor with this. But without further ado, the eerie news of the week. I always feel bad because I get really like um, into that, um, like 
I keep oh, watching. Like, well, the music comes in, but then it, I I play the video and it's basically showing you the intro. I'm going like, oh, I remember this. I remember that. <laughs> so and then I get like nostalgia feeling, and then I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that's right, we have a show to do. So uh, this one we'll talk about because this is like probably the most weird, serious one. So this comes from Week in Weird, but update: uh, Colorado's uh, famously haunted Stanley Hotel suspends paranormal investigations. So I was just reading about that a little bit, and it looks like they're actually going to be no longer doing the uh, paranormal-related events and activities, including their public ghost hunts. Um, uh, And it looks like they said that only the bi-weekly paranormal investigations hosted by the Stanley Paranormal Investigation Team are coming to an end. Um, And the Stanley will continue to offer guests the opportunity to learn about the hotel, its special history through our daily Stanley history tours and nightly Stanley ghost tours, just as we have for the past decade. While the paranormal investigations offered through the winter will no longer be available, the Stanley will be offering a range of new, exciting summer events and activities. So basically, they're just getting rid of the uh, paranormal investigations themselves. Well, no, and I just think that's like a very interesting thing because you you mm-hmm. see all these like ghost hunter shows and you know taps and all these people who visit these places and try to get a reading and stuff like that. Um, and it's just kind of interesting that they're like, you know what, we'll just keep this to the guests. And I don't know so many places that have actually has shut down any of that kind of stuff that before, like where they had these people not show up. Um, I thought this story was going to be really um, like I thought this was going to be the interesting story, but I found a better story just looking at the thing apparently there's going to be a show called ghost brothers and it's a a designated america it's basically all black ghost hunter series oh good lord oh my god i want to see that so bad holy shit (laughs) holy shit what the hell is that uh introducing tracy morgan as a guest of oh fuck these ghosts no i'm gonna get them all pregnant what the fuck was that yes okay not to be racist or anything you're fine but i I will say like every time i've watched any like paranormal shows and they have a black person on it you never see anything that actually happened with the black guy because he's just like well fuck this and just books it out of there and i'm like okay at least he's smart but like honestly like i don't think you're really gonna capture that much with ghost brothers because they're gonna Uh, be running i think they're gonna get okay the paranormal field is filled with countless mysteries why do why do ghosts wear clothes? Why do space aliens love cows? And most mysterious of all, why aren't there more black people? Um, <laughs> I, I just think it's great. I just want like different guests to come on the show and just be like, Now you see, the ghost is not that creepy. I'll just slip in Rufy and we'll be on our way. Zip, how do you slip a ghost or roofie? I'm Bill Cosby. I was in the film Ghost Dad. <laughs> I think I know a thing or two <laughs> about ghosts. Zip, zap, biggity, boo. It just reminded me of uh, that uh, f- uh, family guy whenever Carter's hooked up to the African-American heart monitor and he's like, zip it a zap it a ghost dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I thought Ghost Dad was the best movie ever. Uh, uh, 
So, um, yeah, so anyway, so um, this one is actually, I. these are the stories that I, they, they come out and I just look at them and shake my heads and going, I want to be like Fox Mulder and I want to believe. Uh, I call this, I want to believe segments, but they're, I really, uh, you know what, I need to make up, uh, I need to pull out the bizarre stories and actually make a new segment called I Want to Believe and then play the X-Files music. Ooh, um, yeah. Might be a good idea to do, but this is Black Eyed Children. And now I'm dying. That's all I put for the tagline. But the full title of this story, which also comes from Weak and Weird, is "Report Witness Reports." I let black-eyed children into my home, and now I am slowly dying. Interesting. <laughs> so, in the last few years, a frightening phenomenon of black-eyed children uh, visitations have swept the internet. Whether or not the stories of midnight encounters with uh, the mysterious black-eyed children have any truth to them has been a total debate uh, topic, uh, but that hasn't stopped tales of the BEKs from popping up on message boards, in chat rooms, and on the paranormal podcast. Who are they? Where do they come from? And what do they want? Why aren't they sure? Uh, no matter who tells oh, it... We the, aren't sure. No, we aren't sure. Uh, no matter who tells it, the encounters are always occur in the same way. Someone's home alone in the middle of the night. Here's a knock at the door. When they peek through the window, children normally in a pair are seen standing in the cold. As the residence kisser cracks the door open to see what might be wrong, a familiar feeling of dread washes over them. Them. The strange children beg to be let inside, but something isn't right. There's something off. But these kids, as the lonely residents look closely closer, they are seen that these children's eyes are black as an oil slick, an unnerving detail that causes them to slam the door and deny their uh, pleas for entrance. Uh, yeah. Please for entrance. Okay, I just want to make sure I was going to hit that right. Uh, some of the some of them call the police. Others clutch a weapon, but never ever do they let the black-eyed children inside. Until now. <laughs> um, the following uh, chilling eyed witness. So basically, so after hearing that little bit of a backstory. <coughs> you know, right? Shit. Yeah, black eyed children's got me. Um, <laughs> must be cancer. Um, are they sure they're children with the black eyes or just black coma? Um, I think that's glaucoma. Oh, glaucoma? Mm. Close enough. <laughs> Which actually I think is like related to blood sugar or something. Probably something like that. Um, I let the black children inside my house. Let me start by saying uh, black eyed uh, children, black eyed children, the black haired children, the black eyed children, whatever. You want to take over? I'm already two beers deep and about to grab another one. So yeah, um, sure, I'll take over. One. All right, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about this. All right, so I'll probably be reading this pretty quickly, so I don't know if I'll actually touch all of it, but uh, she says, let me start by saying, I know how hard this will all be to believe, but now that things have taken a turn for the worse, I started looking for stories similar to mine and found weak and weird. I feel like I should share the story with someone and your website seems like the right place. I made the mistake of letting the black-eyed kids inside, and now I'm worried that I might die because of it. I hope this will be a warning to everyone who is ever in the position to make the same mistake that I did. I live just outside of a rural town of Vermont. It's a tight-knit community where everyone knows one another and people don't lock the doors at night. There has never been any need to. A little over a year ago, I woke up because I heard a loud banging on my front door. At the time, <laughs> at the time, my husband... Please, sir, let us in. Yes. I can't see. At the time, my husband and I lived in a small home on a dirt, dirt road just off the rural route into town. It was the middle of a snowstorm, and the nearby hell, hills get very slippery in the snow, so I thought that someone might have been in an accident and broke down. It's happened before. When I looked out the window, I could see that 
our motion spotlight was sorry there's some grammatical errors like okay motherfucker I, okay here. i want to okay that's the that's the question i want to have because i was just trying to read that story a while back from the same thing kind of thing and i was like okay either i don't know how to read or this is really yeah really written horribly. okay literally it said i could see that out motion spotlight was on yeah uh, yeah um i could see our motion spotlight was on i could see that there were footprints in the snow that had come from our road and into our driveway but there was no car anywhere the snow was still covering the road and no one had driven on it for at least a couple hours our front door was obscured from the window but i could see that someone was standing there i wasn't sure what to think so i woke my husband up just to feel so safer while i was telling telling him what was going on the banging on the door started again and my husband went to answer it while i stood in the hallway okay sorry just a pause for a second didn't they say that they saw they always prey on like the people who are alone by the like home alone and now she's saying her husband was there. Let's just say the entire story just fell apart with what you just said. Um, yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> um, when he opened the door, there were two children standing in the snow looking towards the ground. They were a boy and a girl and could not have been more than eight years old. They were dressed strangely and had odd haircuts. Uh, the girl's hair was very long and straight, and the boy had a dated haircut that almost looked like a bowl cut. They weren't dressed for winter, and I first thought that the... They must have been Mennonite children, but as far as I know, there was never a large community of Mennonites near us. Thinking back on it, I know that my normal reaction to seeing children in a snowstorm would have been to rush them inside and bundle them up with some hot blankets and hot cocoa, but that's not how this felt. The children were very unnerving. They would not make eye contact, and when my husband asked them if everything was okay, they asked if they could come in. My husband looked at me like, what do, we, what do I do? And I asked the kids where their parents were. They'll be here soon. Is all they said. <laughs> it was around 2 o'clock in the morning at this point, so the only reasonable thought in my head was that there must have been an accident or these kids got lost. As much as my instincts told me not to bring them inside, I did it anyways. I went to the kitchen to make them some hot cocoa while my husband took them into the living room. While I was fixing the kettle, I could hear my husband talking to the kids. He was asking if they were okay, where they came from, how far they walked, if their parents' car was broken down, things like that. But they always answered... Our parents will be here soon. They spoke in a sing-songy voice. They weren't afraid to be in a stranger's home at all. I started to notice that our cats, we had four, were all hiding except Pigeon, who was in the kitchen with me. Normally, our cats are very curious and friendly, and we have to be careful that they don't run out the door when we leave. This time, none of them even tried to see who was here, and I thought that was very strange. Uh, all the hair on Pigeon's neck was standing up and his tail was puffed while he looked in the living room. When I bent down to pet him and see what was wrong, he hissed and started growling and backed up until he had hit himself <laughs> under the kitchen island. I have never seen him do that before. Uh, FYI, Pigeon was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. What up? Fuck this shit, <laughs> I'm out. What up now? I don't know what the no, fuck just you. happened. But I don't sorry. really care. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get the, get the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. Fuck this shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, when I walked back into the living room, the kids were sitting on the couch as still as can be, but my husband was holding his head in his hands. I asked him what was wrong, and he said they felt very dizzy all of a sudden, but he was fine. I turned to the children to give them their cocoa, but when they looked at me, I gasped. It took everything inside of me not to drop the mugs and run away, which I don't know why you didn't. When they looked at me, their no. eyes were completely black. They had no whites, just giant black pupils. I'll put it this way. Kids look at me like that, and I got hot cocoa. <laughs> in the faces right they're like right in the eyes because that's bitch. the thing if you do that and they have no reaction be like all right Shit. yeah pigeon where are you <laughs> <laughs> when they saw that i was scared they stood up and asked if they could use a bathroom i tried to be as composed to be and showed them down the hall 
They went into the bathroom together and I hurried back to my husband and asked him if he had seen their eyes. He had seen them too and said it looked like his brother's badly bruised his brother's badly bruised eyes after a car accident. We were in the middle of talking I, I don't understand that at all. Um we were in the middle of talking about whose children they could be when my husband's nose started to bleed. He's never had nosebleeds as long as I'd known him. I just knew inside myself that this had something to do with the kids in the bathroom and I started crying while I went to, ran to get my husband some tissues. That's when the power went out. I heard my husband yell my name from the living room and I started to walk back through the hallway. I stopped dead in my tracks. The two children were standing at the end of the hallway. They weren't moving and I've never been so scared in my whole life. They just stood there in the dark. After what felt like forever, the boy said, Our parents are here. And they walked to the door, opened it, and walked out, leaving it wide open. My husband jumped up to go close it and almost fell over. We looked out the window and saw two men standing by a black car idling at the end of our driveway. The men looked like they were wearing black colored suits and were very tall, at least six feet. When my husband waved at them, they just stared at us, got into the car, and drove off. Our power came on after about a half an hour, but nothing was the same after that. Over the next few months, three of our cats went missing. We can only assume that they ran away somewhere and never came back. But the worst thing was coming home to find Pigeon and a puddle of blood on the living room floor. Aww. He looked like he had been vomiting blood. The vet told us he had some kind of hemorrhage. After my nosebleed, my husband's nosebleeds became a regular occurrence. We went to see the doctor. He didn't know what to make of it other than dry nasal passages, but my husband was diagnosed with aggressive skin cancer. When the doctor asked us if he used tanning beds, we both thought he was joking, but apparently this kind of melanoma is linked to overuse of indoor tanning. The doctors think he will recover, but don't understand how it got bad so, so bad so quickly. My husband has never worked an outdoor job and spends relatively little time in the sun. Since we let the black-eyed kids inside our home, I've also suffered from regular dizzy spells and nosebleeds on a regular basis. I've had other issues which I won't mention here, but trust me when I say they are suddenly in the worst. I am suddenly in the worst condition of my life, and no one can do anything about it. She's got yeast infections. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Uh, I know that. All of this is because I let the black-eyed children into my home. We've told everyone we could about the strange kids that showed up that night, but no one else saw them, and some laugh about how scared of, about how scared we were of the midnight kids, but we never know, or but we know what we saw. I wish my husband had never opened the door. Uh, feel free to publish. Uh, this is a warning. Blah blah blah. As I said, it's the most frightening report of the black-eyed kids I've personally read, and the first one I'm aware of that covers what happens to those unfortunate souls who let them in. Still, the story lives with more questions than answers. Who were the tall men who came to pick them up? Why are the cats so afraid of these children? Were they truly to blame for the nosebleeds and cancer? Uh, two interesting things that stand out immediately are the obvious resemblance of the tall men in dark suits to the notorious men in black count encounters. Second, the skin cancer diagnosis. Holy crap, I'm starting to feel the beer apparently uh seems reminiscent of the radiation burns or moon burn syndrome commonly suffered by ufo witnesses could the black-eyed children be part of an emerging trend emerging trend in extraterrestrial contactee cases whatever the case the warning remains the same don't let the bek's inside i will have to say this so sometimes we we well we started going down and actually reading some of the comments but this is the best comment i've seen throughout this entire story was was um alien hunter uh, posted, should have shot those little bastards right in the fucking face. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, so uh, the last probably eerie story of the week is the Michigan Chupacabra, which I'm very surprised because I really thought the Chupacabra was really only in Mexico, Arizona, and probably maybe Texas and maybe a little bit of California. Uh, but apparently Chupacabras in Michigan encounter a seven-foot-tall creature with glowing red eyes. Now, last time I checked, is Chupacabras were not that tall. I'm sorry. So I was just reading through the comments for our last story, and um, somebody just went, "Isn't everyone slowly dying?" And we can weird just comment back, commented back, and went, "Deep, bro." This <laughs> is like the best fucking thing I ever could have read. Ah, sorry. All right. Go ahead. Uh, another comment. Chupacabra. Uh, Chupacabra, the Michigan Chupacabra. This guy, uh, some guy, actually, his name says, "Looks like the Jersey Devil got lost." <laughs> Uh, but of course, let's see. Let's read a little bit of this and try not to give you a huge thing because we still have this uh, uh, thing. So I've encountered a chupacabra back in 2008. It was a. It wasn't small. It had to be about over seven feet tall and had a long face, a large, red glowing eyes. The eyes were unusual, large, bigger than my first. Uh, large, bigger than my first like something out of a comic book bigger than my fist oh fist yeah uh, i wasn't on any drugs and i passed it while driving home one night uh, okay let's see so there is a picture of it It looks pretty much like a demonic mouse um the pictures <laughs> are showing. The same thing. uh let's see stayed in my vehicle large red red blah 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 okay so this is the weird thing so i don't know if this is actually considered the uh, chupacabra because the chupacabra, it was, as far as I'm concerned, a kind of a smaller creature, if you believe in, I want to believe, um, these kind of things, and obviously is a, you know, got yeah, the name for goat sucker, too. So to be all that in Michigan. Now, there are other things that I can relate to this that might actually look like this if you actually remove, like, the tail and the ears. It actually kind of reminds me of the Doverman uh, demon. Uh, that's been known to be uh, in the Doverman Shores or whatnot is a uh -huh. large, l lanky kind of white creature like this with a large red glowing eyes. But uh, uh, yeah, and then the other story about the Jersey Devil, which is like one of the things I'm so oh, that's what I need to take a trip to do. Go see the Jersey Forest. Um, yeah, I yeah I I don't know. I got this obsession with the Jersey Devil for whatever weird reason. I don't know what it is, hmm. but. Um, yeah, we can go to Jersey at some point and avoid the tan disgustingness of the cesspool that is the Jersey Shore and just go to this forest. But uh, yeah, so um, with the with this story, I think it might just be someone smoking pot or whatnot. I don't know. Um, it just literally the picture description just looks like a rat. Somebody um, just goes demonic kangaroo. Yeah, demonic <laughs> kangaroo kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I think we're gonna go with some guy's comment of I think the Jersey Devil just got lost. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that's gonna wrap up our eerie news of the week. Uh, remember, people don't uh, don't go to Michigan anytime soon because apparently there's a seven foot chupacabra, and also don't let any black eyed children into your home. So that means if any, ch okay, I'll put it this way. I'm sorry. I, I, I do have to go back to that story because that was, I think, probably what we should have ended on because it's like a, actually kind of an interesting story. But if uh, children are showing up at your door at 2 fucking a.m., fuck that shit. Yeah, and fuck, I don't even like kids showing up at my door at like 2 p.m. Yeah. Or during Halloween. I don't even like walking wait, outside any... and seeing children. Just... Oh, that's right. I was like, wait, did I see any kids on Halloween? And I was like, oh, no, I went to a party and got trashed. That's right. Yeah. 
Well, what else can you, or what else are you supposed to do on Halloween? I don't know. Especially, I'm not, uh, going out to me right now is like the best thing to do with Halloween because I've done the stay-at-home thing when I was in um, my ex-fiance relationship and then we barely got any kids and then we watched really bad, like she didn't even want to watch like good horror movies. She just wanted to watch what was ever shitty on, yeah, don't, I'm not even going to get into that. Um, but without further ado, woo! It is time for our movie review of the week. Now, the problem we have with this, recently watched... <laughs> what? I was just thinking of all the shit I'm going to say about Annabelle. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I thought you like looked over. I'm like, what do you see? Huh? <laughs> um, but anyway, so... Jersey yeah, Devil. No, don't get my hopes up. Oh, I want sorry. its autograph. Um, <laughs> they actually made a PlayStation game of the Jersey Devil. I never got. Um, What's wrong with you? I don't know. Actually, they make a pop vinyl of the. Jer- <gasps> they should. They need to make pop vinyls. This is my addiction. They need to make pop vinyls of all mystical creatures like Nessie and uh, <gasps> Bigfoot and Bigfoot, Jersey Devil, uh, the Doverman Demon, Chupacabra. Oh God. Pop yeah. The, uh, fucking the freaking. Oh, and the Yeti. Um, but I really want to see the the, the Bigfoot. Uh, pop vinyl just because it'd be like huge head tiny body huge feet yeah it would be freaking cute so annabelle now the problem i have with this is uh you actually we we posted the actual real story of animal which i'm probably going to copy and paste that link and you guys can see this so annabelle is a 214 america horror film supernatural horror film directed by john r Letin let letty um, before we I, I pulled up the wikipedia but i meant to pull up the imdb to give um everyone a little synops um so let's see a couple brings uh a fuck that okay you okay if you have if you have hbo go watch it on there if you really want to see it amazon now is saying oh you can watch it right now for 10 fucking dollars do not waste that money on that shit okay so a couple begins to experience terrifying supernatural occurrences involving a vintage doll shortly after their home is invaded by a satanic cultist uh that's pretty much that in a nutshell but uh, i'll leave that open so we can give uh, imdb's uh review but okay so annabelle the story that you get in the movie is completely different than what the actual story was. This is actually a story that was probably fabricated by Hollywood directors and everybody like that oh, to absolutely. to put together. And the sad part is, is the story isn't even that good. Um, yeah, it literally was just like it. Uh, okay, you go ahead because I forgot I gotta grab my Spoilers! phone. Spoilers! Um, and while you're out, can you grab me another beer, please? I know I am. Um. But, okay, so major spoilers right now. So if you don't want to hear the spoilers, even though this movie's been out for, like, almost two years, then, I mean, you know what? You can suck a dick. Spoilers. Um, uh, so they basically, how they say that this whole shit storm started was, uh, Anna was a <laughs> the next-door neighbors of this pregnant couple their daughter like just disappeared like what she was a teenager but she just like disappeared and wasn't talking to them and uh, like they have this whole thing about the manson murders on tv and then that night then the couple next door's daughter comes with her 
creepy ass boyfriend and like kills her parents and then like tries to kill the next door neighbors with the pregnant wife and for some reason the crazy bitch next door neighbor daughter is holding the annabelle doll and a drop of blood falls onto annabelle after she drew this weird symbol on the wall which i didn't even notice that she drew the symbol on the wall until like an hour into the movie gonna back up a bit uh she also she killed herself yes she slashed her own throat after drawing a symbol and blood on the wall which i don't did they show the symbol like at the, when the it was symbol? Prepared? Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I saw it. I, I I saw something on the wall, but it wasn't really a symbol. It literally looked like someone just took their fingers with red paint and went like whoop and whoop. Like it wasn't any like it wasn't something that you would notice. Like it wasn't like something that was actually like whoop, like all these like intricate kind of like demon symbols or anything. Yeah, it, was it just looked like an A. No, you saw an A. I literally saw like it's like someone drew really bad. Um, I don't even know what they're called, but they. Like the, a really like brackets. bad Jesus fish. Almost. Yeah, a really bad Jesus <laughs> fish. It was, just, but I'm like, I didn't even see it. Like the first time that they, she, she supposedly drew it on the wall. Like I didn't even see it until like later, whenever they were like showing her the crime scene photos, and I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? Like it was terribly done. Um, and the sad thing is, the actual story of Annabelle is actually pretty fucking creepy. Yeah, which that's why I said I will. I will probably because I know this this podcast is actually running a little long, so maybe for people to tune in for uh, next week's podcast, we'll probably actually give you the actual story of the Annabelle story because it's very unique. But we will talk about the the this and then the weird thing you told me where they're possibly making a fucking sequel to this thing. So again, we're ahead of the curve. Um. Yeah. Really. I just didn't even realize. So, so anyway. So this is supposed to be the pre prequel spinoff to The Conjuring because the only thing that's different is that the Annabelle, the actual Annabelle doll, is actually in the museum of the Warner. Ed uh, and Lorraine Warren. Yeah. Yeah. Warren. Um. Okay. But before we dive into our thing, I will say this. So we posted watching the Annabelle movie, and I want to say to uh, the horror nerd, uh, she goes, "Not, not very good." I was disappointed. Sad face. Um, and then I basically, I think we, okay, so this is the shitty part. Um, I will bring this so everybody, <laughs> you want to talk about a slow, slow fucking movie. Nothing fucking happened for almost 30 something minutes of this movie. Um, basically, the only time the doll you actually see move, it finally stood up at one point, and I was like, "It sat up," it and sat I was up. like, "Oh shit!" And then it stood up. And you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, and, and then I was it like, started levitating. And then it started levitating, like, which took everything out of it, and then just showed like this demon, like I'm holding the doll, like ooh. It was uh, honestly the demon in this movie was not threatening at all. In fact, the red. I think it's just called the Red Demon in... Sinis- in uh, Insidious. No, not Insidious. Is it Insidious? Yeah, it's Insidious. Okay, Insidious. Uh, that was fucking creepy, that thing. Um, okay, well, but- yeah, because it's really confusing because there's Insidious and then there's Sinister. Sinister is the one where the guy comes out of the movie. The movie, pictures, walls, dolls, dolls. You need to see the first Insidious movie because holy shit. Because you saw the third one where... No, I saw all three. I've seen all three. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm ta- you're talking about the one with the guy coming out of the... Yeah, the movie. I did not see yeah, that. That's sinister. Um, and yeah, I we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about yeah. the insidious uh, movies because uh, those were pretty interesting. But yeah, um, okay. So the so anyways, red demon in Insidious, fucking yeah, creepy. Yeah, it's fucking creepy. The stupid fucking like demon and motherfucking Annabelle 
he literally just looks like he's cosplaying as like Krampus. And yes. like a really bad cosplay of Krampus. I'm like, what the so, fuck are you uh, doing? But like, yeah, like, so, and everything. So what we're going to do now, since like I said, we're wrapping this show up and Annabelle was a fucking horrible movie and we'll probably get in our punches and everything that, uh, we'll give you what everybody else has rated it. So Rotten Tomatoes give it a 29%, which I think is fucking gracious, actually. I'm yeah. like, really? Uh, IMDb did a 5 point four out of ten again fucking Very gracious fucking gracious um okay if you would have to give it out of out of five demonic fucking dolls what would you give annabelle and then tell me what you liked about the movie if there was anything and what you thought was just what the fuck i would give it a one out of five honestly because that was crap um i will say before they ruined it the doll sitting up and the doll standing up was creepy as hell. And I also will say, whenever she was going, whenever she was running through the apartment, and you see like the crayon, um, like that's in the middle of the hallway, that actually was a callback to what actually happened in the story. Is, uh, like the actual, like the true story is that they came home one time. Oh no, after they threw out the doll, then they walked back into their apartment, the nurse girls did, and they found the doll uh, sitting there and she had like a pe- like a red crayon in her hand and she had a, like parchment paper in her lap and it just said, miss me with a question mark. And I was like, oh shit, yeah. See, cause, like, because I know the story, it had like so much more poignancy to me. Yeah. You were probably just like, what the fuck is with the fucking crayon? No, 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 I was, well, yeah, with the, <clears throat> see, the okay, but me, Okay, like if they okay again, if they would have given us the original story, it probably would have. I mean, granted, it probably wouldn't have been like like oh my god, this movie's great, but it probably would have been a lot better than what they gave us. Uh, the weirdest part is is the guy in the movie did everything. Uh, right. This is the first time a husband in a horror film actually believed the the mom going crazy. So the one thing I did not get, there's a part in it where uh, she goes throughout the doll. You're like, yay, genius, get rid of it. Yeah. And then she unboxes a bunch of stuff after moving to the new place and find the doll in the bottom of a box. And the dad was like, I don't know how that got here. He's like, I threw that thing away and stuff like that. She's like, no, it's okay. I'll just keep. And you're like, are you fucking what? Okay. Like, so the I was thinking about this. The only way that you could possibly explain that away is that have you ever heard of um it's like demon oppression which is different than demon possession whenever a demon like actually possesses your body like demon oppression like they're able to like sort of influence your will to a certain mm. degree so it might have just been like that demon that was attached to the doll literally was like oh you don't want to get rid of this doll. It was like kind of like the force. Like you want to keep the doll. You want to put it in the center of the room. <laughs> like mm. that's the only thing that I can think of that maybe that they were trying to do with that whole thing is like because the the demon or whatever okay. the hell was attached to it was so that. powerful that it could like all right but control. But, but still, still, but still, it was just like a really dumb, like huge, like plot point, and you're just like, well, what? Really, you're gonna base it on something that obscure? Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, I would have given this uh out of five demonic doll. I am giving it uh negative four. <laughs> you can't do negative. You can only do oh zero bullshit. Five. No, it, zero I'm five. doing negative. I'm breaking. We've never had this rule, so fuck you. It's negative four. <laughs> negative fucking four, because this was fucking awful. Like, I thought P two was bad. Yeah, it was bad, but at least it had some redeeming P2, qualities. P2 had some stuff where I was like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is shit. Oh, like, 
Like, when the cops show up, I was like, oh, is he going to kill the cops? Is he going to let the cops go? Like, he kind of gave you this weird thing because he did not know what this guy was going to do. The Annabelle fucking movie was just like, oh, is it over yet? And then out of nowhere, the black woman's like, I got this. I'm going to kill myself so you can free yourself of yeah, this Yeah, I was demon. like, what the fuck? You I don't mean, even know these people. I, I was like, you ran into this woman once and gave her a book. Yeah. And now you're, like, taking care of the kid, and you're like, I'm going to sacrifice I, myself for you. I'll put it this way. Have fun, y'all, and jump I, out the I, window. I'll put it this way. The Ghost Brothers? The Ghost Brothers would be like, fuck that shit, I'm out! No! <laughs> they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Um, but I will say, actually, I just remembered, the other thing that I thought was kind of cool is whenever the pastor or the priest or whatever is bringing the doll, which actually, I got to say this, the priest was really fucking creepy. Like, not like in like a, a demonic way, just like in like perverted ways. Like, well, mothers are very attracted. I'm just like, what the fuck are you? Go away, fucking rapist priest. I love it. Mm. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> oh, the Annabelle doll is not a boy. Mm. He's like, ooh. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but I will say that the one part that I did like, um, especially with the priest, is whenever he's trying to take the Annabelle doll into the church and he gets straight up thrown, mm. like, str- like backwards. And I was just like, oh, shit. Um, that part was pretty cool. But the ending just really pissed me off because it literally, like, after the black chick kills herself, like, you see her get, like, it pans away from her, and you see her laying there with the doll. Pans away, goes back, the doll's gone. Mm. You're like, okay, well, what the fuck? And then it shows up in a china shop, and she, the woman's like, oh, this would be perfect for my daughter. You're like, sweet, the actual story. And then the fucking movie ends. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, so, um, like I said, negative fucking four. Um, so far, I think this is the lowest rating I've given any, um... Uh, yeah, maybe. I haven't rated any movie a one, not even P two. No, P two. I think you at least give it two. Yeah. Ah, P two. But yeah, so next week we're gonna watch the uh, movie The Gallows. I know that came out next year. This is gonna be one of those movies that I I saw the trailer for and I was like, ah. but I'm like, you know what? I get to watch it for free. Um, but before we jump out, I totally forgot to talk about something because I really want to quickly do this. There are at least 30 movies on Netflix uh, in right now that you can start watching that are horror films. I don't know if we talked about this last week. We talked no. about a different list last week. So yeah, Netflix, they are going to be putting on stuff like uh, I'm just going to try to go through um, as much as these as Paul. Uh, Pay the Ghost, that's the Nicolas Cage uh, film. Dark Was the Night. Uh, the Shining, uh, The Exorcist, um, Turbo Kid. What? That's a horror movie? Uh, Hellboy. Uh, actually, I was curious about Hellboy, if I'm actually allowed oh, to. Oh, it's a post-apocalyptic film. That's what Turbo Kid is. Oh, uh, see, I was curious about Hellboy, because I'm like, I own the first, well, the, the two movies that are out, and they're very, very good. I wouldn't say that Hellboy's a horror movie, though. Well, see, this is the thing, though, because Hellboy, because you don't read the, you didn't touch the comics or anything, the comic, it definitely yeah. deals with the paranormal investigation that's enti- pretty much their entire, enti- oh my god, I love Hellboy so fucking much. <laughs> you have no idea, like, this is like one of those comics I was just like, this is fucking stellar. Uh, just the writing in it, just the the, the different the ideas, um, just the the aspects of that. Fuck, even in Hellboy 2, Seth MacFarlane is a voice in that movie. 
Oh. He plays a character in that. Uh, Starship cool. Troopers. I uh, wouldn't really call it a horror film, but it is a sci-fi film, and it is a fucking gory movie when it came out. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is in it as well, and he gets well, a few boobs. I yeah, that's true. Oh. I would say it's sort of a borderline, borderline horror movie. It's sort of like Aliens. Yeah. Uh, we have Corpse Bride. Um, not really a horror film, but uh, is still pretty good. Hell and Back. I do want to watch this one. This is with uh, uh, Nick Swartzen and basically the people who... Um, pretty much have to go to hell to save their friend and get a uh their, his soul back or what's not uh the seas seasoning house um let's oh, see sorry. Ben- oh. uh i'm just gonna jump in really quick yeah go so, ahead uh oh, okay that's a different movie um i was just gonna say there was a horror movie that i watched not too long ago uh it was like a couple years ago whenever it came out and it was a very interesting premise um, and I kind of want to, I kind of want you to watch it and see what your take on it uh-huh. is, but it's called As Above, So Below. Oh, okay. So, and it's actually based in, uh, the Paris catacombs. And actually they have this scene where it, if you are claustrophobic, you probably shouldn't watch this movie mm. because I'm not saying you, I'm just saying in general for people, because there's a scene where this guy literally gets trapped and you're like, it's a point of view camera. So you literally feel like you're trapped uh. in there with it. And it's creepy as hell. And it, I'm not claustrophobic. And even I was a little bit like, well, I will say this, this looks actually interesting. This is uh, uh they were uh, naming off a couple of documentaries, which we have seen like killer legends, which you should probably rewatch and talk about uh corpsey and cropsey yeah. and then also room 237 i've never even heard of this but uh it looks like this is a subject documentary as well the about the film of the shining in 1980 so oh. that should be pretty good uh he never died uh um let's see the return horns the others uh the scribble open waters uh to kill is, a mockingbird? Oh, no. uh, H.R. Geiger, uh, Dark Star H.R. Geiger's role, the final documentary on our list, offers up a beautiful look at the late great H.R. Geiger's work with an obvious emphasis on his alien work. Oh, yeah. Oh. You never seen his artwork? Like, uh-uh. yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much the guy who designed the xenomorphs, which every time. Oh. Look, I am not trying to be one of those nitpicky people and stuff like that, but I hate when people talk about, like, Alien's my favorite movie and stuff like that. I go, oh, yeah, I love the Xenomorphs. I love the design of them. And they're like, huh? I'm like, that's what they're fucking called. They're <laughs> called Xenomorphs. Okay, the Predators are called Predators. Like, I don't know if they actually have an alien name, and I'm probably going to get shit face on this or what, like, talk shit about, but I probably will find it out. But, I mean, like... As far as I'm concerned, every time they talk about the Predators, such as like he's in the new uh, Mortal Kombat game when they a new you know release or whatnot, he they just call him the Predator. Yeah. Uh, the when they introduced the alien, they called it a Xenomorph. Like that's what they're fucking called, people. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, as far as I know, like I think the reason why they just call it the Predator is because he is technically he's the ultimate Predator. I feel so bad doing that now. I'm just like you fucking idiots. That's a Xenomorph. But I, it does make me feel cool at parties when they're like, I'm like, oh. I love these Unimorphs. Everyone's like, oh, what? They're like, oh, yeah. Me they're like, mm, yes, I do too. Because I go to so many oh, yeah. elegant parties. Let me swim my brandy. Let me swim my brandy. This guy, <laughs> what were you just telling me about, uh, uh, Stephen? When, when, uh, he was telling me about the Xenomorphs. Yeah, that's a big word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go have okay. my wife blow me in Alrighty. front of a bunch of children. Yeah, I disagree with this one. It was like, to kill a mockingbird, he's like, let me just say that I fully recognize that this isn't a horror film. Then why the fuck is it on the fucking list? Ugh. Uh, I hate it when people do that. If it's not a horror movie, do not put it on a fucking horror list. That shit pisses me off. All right, I'm done. 
Very good. Um, so yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this uh, thing. So if you do want to check out the next movie we're going to watch this week, if you have HBO Go or you maybe you bought a copy of this, or maybe you've already seen it, but we're going to check out the 2015 film The Gallows. Hopefully this has a better rating system. Right now I think Annabelle is the lowest rating fucking uh, yeah, horror movie ever. It's even below P2, which should tell uh, you something, because at least P2 had potential, especially put Bill Cosby in it. <laughs> and he rapes the Annabelle doll. I raped it in the butt. And then I gave him put it on the dress. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> we really need to get pictures of your face while you're doing that. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Be Horrorcast. Again, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at Be Horrorcast. Instagram is the same thing. Uh, don't forget to give our Facebook page a like. Check out all the other great shows on the 4i Radio Network. And I think that's going to wrap up this long, long 21st episode. But uh, without further ado, uh, Anna, take us away with those lovely words. Carpe Noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. You see the animal doll? I'm gonna stick it and pick it and celebrate all over its face. Ah! What goes that?